Oh, hey there, friend. Happy New Year. It's 2020, in case you didn't know. It's a new year. It's a new decade. And it is a new opportunity to continue growing and cultivating this conscious community. I am so excited that you made the decision to join me here today. So let's dive in and let's expand our consciousness. Let's increase our self-awareness and let's elevate ourselves because that's what this show is all about. The Stand Up to Sinning podcast is, yes, about getting off your butt and moving your body, but also about moving your mind, getting out of that box that you may be operating from and stepping out of your comfort zone. And that is where the true growth really begins. So today I wanted to talk about four ways to really optimize and elevate your 2020. And I want you to think about ball. Like we're just playing a game with a ball. B-A-L-L. And these are things that I've experienced firsthand. And they're really fresh in my mind after some of the recent experiences that I've shared with my family members over the holiday season. Now, B stands for be open to possibilities. What do I mean by that? So often we are operating on automatic and we sometimes aren't aware of all of the amazing opportunities and possibilities that are in front of us every day. Whether that's a new relationship, whether that's a new job opportunity, whether it's just observing nature, being more in the moment and less in our head. So a way to think about this is going to a farmer's market. I was just at a farmer's market yesterday, this weekend, and in the past, I've gone to a farmer's market and I go with the intention of getting some produce, buying a couple spices, maybe connecting with some vendors. However, yesterday, I went with the intention of really diving deeper with some of the vendors and hearing their story and, and connecting with them on a more personal level. And what happened by doing that is I found that there was so much alignment between what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to achieve and my mission, my purpose, and some of these other people's mission and purpose. And I was like, oh my goodness, I had no idea this person was coming from this background and had this story. And I was fully committed to being in the moment with those conversations and just being open to the possibilities of meeting new people and forming new relationships rather than just going in there in and out. I'm going to buy my stuff and then I'm going to leave. So I want to encourage you this year and moving forward to really look at every opportunity, every moment as a possibility to improve yourself and your relationships and your life. Okay, so be open to possibilities. 
A, this is a big one. This is a really big one, not just for men, but I think for women too. And A is for ask for support. I think oftentimes, especially with men, we grow up in this context that it's not masculine, it's not manly, it's not powerful to ask for help, to show vulnerability. And what that leads to is a lot of suppression, a lot of repression, and we bottle up all of these thoughts, all of these emotions, and then eventually we explode. And I saw this happen firsthand with my brother. You know, I've, I've talked about it a little bit on social media, but my brother, you know, really has bottled up so many emotions and thoughts the last two decades. And when I was with him most recently, a couple weeks ago, a lot of these things started coming to the surface and it was very challenging. It was overwhelming because it's like, oh my gosh, all of these things that I've wanted to express, that I wanted to ask for help with, I wanted to, I wanted to share with you and I didn't. And now it's like, where do I begin? Because there's 20 years of work to catch up on. So ask for support. Don't be afraid to delegate, to ask for support, ask for help in different areas. Maybe it's with your business. Maybe it's advice in a relationship, in your personal life, whatever it may be, ask for support. And women on the other side of the spectrum, I think, are being taught to be independent. Like, don't rely on a man, don't rely on anyone else. And that almost takes things to an extreme. Like, oh, I'm a strong woman. I'm an independent woman. And that's all good and well. I'm all about strong and sexy women. Trust me. Trust me. I'm a feminist. However, sometimes that unwillingness to ask for support and ask for help is really really just putting walls up right? It's blocking blessings while we put up walls. And that takes us right next to our first L. So we have be open to possibilities. We have asked for support. And now L, let your walls down. And I know this is easier said than done, but what happens through the course of a lifetime is we have all of these experiences, right? Starting from a very young age, starting from our childhood. And whether this is an experience with our parents or at school with a teacher, with a classmate, with a boyfriend, with a girlfriend, all of these experiences shape our context, shape our perceived truth and shape our reality. Right. And as time goes on, we continue putting up more walls because we've been hurt. We've been exposed. And now, you know, it becomes more challenging to have these open relationships, these trusting relationships, because we're projecting a lot of our past onto our present. And I see this so often with 
people my age. You know, I'm 29 and I see it with women and men alike, but especially I think with women, you know, you can tell sometimes right away by the way this person talks, by the way they carry themselves, like, okay, this person has been hurt, maybe they're getting through a breakup, maybe their parents got divorced and it really had a lasting impact on them, but each of these events adds to our story. And oftentimes we focus on the quote unquote negative or the challenges. And again, we limit the ability for us to be open to possibilities. The, we limit the ability for us to ask for support because we have these walls that are sky high. We've built an empire state building of limiting thoughts, beliefs, resentment. And it's going to be really tough to do those first two things if we don't give ourselves permission to gradually bring these walls down. And I know, again, it's easier said than done. But trust your intuition. If you see someone or you see an opportunity to maybe open up and have a real conversation authentically and vulnerably, see how that feels. Yes, you might feel exposed immediately right off the bat, but my guess is it's actually going to alleviate some of that tension that you've been carrying with you. Okay? And that's something that my brother really demonstrated. Like, he's been operating, having all of these walls up around him, and he'll go through spells where he's super social and friendly and outgoing, but a lot of the times... You can tell. It's like he has this protective armor on, this shield. Like he doesn't want to get hurt. He doesn't want to let anyone close in. And these are things that are now starting to come to the surface. And again, it's overwhelming, right? It's overwhelming if you've been constantly putting up walls and then all of a sudden they come tumbling down, right? So I'm not suggesting you do that. However, I am suggesting that you be open to the possibilities of being more open, being more vulnerable, being more authentic, and seeing what happens. Because my guess is that some things are going to start to open up for you. Now, the second L. This one's really important. I'm really learning how to do this. And... Maybe this one will benefit you as well. The second L is for learn how to say no. And as I start to accumulate more quote unquote accolades or achievements or whatever you want to call it, I'm getting more opportunities, opportunities to speak, opportunities to connect with people, opportunities to teach, whatever it may be. And in the past, I would just right off the bat instinctively say yes, yes, yes to all of these things. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. However, what I'm finding now is every time that I say yes to something, I'm indirectly saying no 
to something else. So let's say I am feeling obligated to say yes to something because I don't want to hurt someone's feelings and I don't want to let somebody down. So I say yes, even though it's something that I don't really want to do. I don't really want to go to. It doesn't necessarily contribute towards my mission to impact 20 million lives in 2020. However, I don't have the courage to tell this person no because I don't want to hurt their feelings. However, when I say yes to that thing that I'm not really passionate and eager for, I'm intentionally actually saying no to another thing or possibility that might come my way. Does that make sense? So, for example... You get an invite for a dinner next Saturday night, 8 p.m., and it's at a restaurant you don't really care for. It's with people that you're kind of friends with, but you say yes. You say yes, you commit to it, it's 8 p.m. Then the next day, someone reaches out and says, hey, hey, Billy, I have this awesome opportunity. I saw that you are really building some incredible websites for your clients. I'd love for you to speak on this panel that is going to give you so much exposure. It's Saturday at 7 p.m. and then it's going to be an awesome dinner after, an opportunity to network. Well, that opportunity might might be the most optimal one for you. It might align with you best, but you've shut down the possibility for that because you committed to something that you weren't really aligned with. So I think it's really important to create boundaries. And also we talked about this before, but purify your priorities, find out what really matters to you. That's going to make it so much easier to decide what things you should be saying yes to and what things and people you are going to be saying no to. Okay. This is going to be so important moving forward. All right. Because time is finite. All right. And that's our ultimate resource. So how are you going to spend it? I encourage you to spend it with intention. Now, real quick, before we sign off, how do we say no in a respectful way? How do we say no without upsetting someone or hurting their feelings? I'm glad you asked. So I'm reading this book called Free to Focus, and they talk about the yes, no, yes strategy to say no to something. So we're going to use that dinner example, right? That dinner example at 8 p.m. Hey, Billy, we'd love to have you for dinner. Um, It's going to be a fun event, open bar. Are you going to be there? So this would be a way to respond to that, saying no, following the yes, no, yes strategy. Hey, Maria, I really am so grateful for your offer. And it's humbling that you want me to be there for dinner. I really, really do appreciate it. And unfortunately, due to a prior commitment, I will not be able to attend Saturday night's dinner. However, I would love if you kept me in mind for the next one, and I would love to stay in touch and see how we can possibly collaborate in the future. Now, did you see what I did there? I, first of all, started off with a yes statement. I was acknowledging them, thanking them. Then I gave them a firm no. 
This was leaving no question. It wasn't like, but maybe I'll come. No, no. It was saying, listen, I have a prior engagement. I'm not going to be able to attend. And then I finished with another yes saying, please keep me in touch for future events and future collaboration opportunities. So that yes, no, yes, no, yes strategy is really useful in turning people down in, again, a really intentional way. So I encourage you to use that moving forward and assess where you're spending your time. Who are you spending your time with? It's going to be such an important factor in dictating your level of happiness, your level of success in 2020 and moving forward beyond that. Okay. So man, I am so excited. This is something that I am so committed to this mission, this podcast and you guys. So I want to know what was the biggest takeaway? Remember, we talked about ball. B, be open to possibilities. A, ask for support. L, let your walls down. L, learn how to say no. I want to know which of those four is the thing that you need to work on most this coming year. And Tag me, tag me on social, tag me on Instagram. Let's continue spreading this message. Let's continue cultivating these conscious conversations. Coach Jeremy 305 on the gram. Again, share your biggest takeaway and also let me know what topic you want me to discuss next. I am so grateful for your presence, for your energy. You are fucking awesome. Let's attack this year with ferocity, with passion, with enthusiasm. I love you. Much love, and you already know what time it is. It's time to play some ball and stand up to sitting.